Hello and welcome to the Fen, proudly brought to you by George's Fine Meats, Cherry Brook and Five Star Real Estate. Horsey with you alongside uh, blues legend Gary Jimmy Jack, who I imagine would be feeling a little bit better today than what we have, Jimmy, the last uh, few weeks anyway with the blues. Yes, yes, absolutely, Horsey. It was a it was a gutsy win by New South Wales, a much needed win by New South Wales last night. So good on the fellas for digging in and giving it a pride back in the blue jersey. And I'm so glad they won at home in front of you know, seventy five thousand screaming New South Wales fans. But you know, fact is that we've lost another series. It's three from four now. Uh, that's not good. Yeah, and it was it was a good win, and you know, and the guys played. Yeah. You know, They've played some great footy. Yeah, we'll go through blow by blow blow. shortly, and then we will also uh, talk some other issues in NRL later on in the podcast. But better late than never, Jimmy, I say. Could have been a whole lot worse. Imagine 3-0. Imagine waking up this morning with 3-0. I know we live in the world's best city and all that, but still 3-0 would be very hard to take. And that crowd figure you mentioned there, 75,000 plus for a dead rubber. I know everyone says it's not a dead rubber, but it is a dead rubber because the series is decided. What what about all this talk that New South Wales doesn't get state of origin? I mean, you had 75,000 New South Welsh men and women turning mm. out en masse to see yeah. the Blues win 24-10. So we do get origin. We do. But we just don't win every game like we should. No, you do. We, we do get it. And it was it was great to see that many people there for, for, for a dead rubber. But there's, there's no dead rubbers in origin. And, uh, yeah, they all cheered and, and cheered the Blues home for victory. But a cousin of mine came up from Wollongong, had another friend there. They'd never been to a rugby league game in her life. Young um, Emma Barnes, uh, she was there with with her kids as well. So a lot of first-time people went to see the game. The, the origin was a spectacular night. I agree. There's no such thing as a dead rubber in terms of New South Wales last night. They had to win because, you know, we didn't want to get 3-0. But Queensland, to me, looked like a side that had the series won. They just they just lacked that bit of edge they had in the first two games, and New South Wales exploited that. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. Um, you know, it was a different side for New South Wales. We did get the rub of the green early. We got, we got some penalties. We got some six against, which certainly helped New South Wales. Let me tell you, that does make a difference when, you, when you're trying to establish some authority in the game. The grasshopper was the best one for helping Queensland up at Lang Park. <laughs> you, you give them every advantage that, that you could think of, you know, penalising New South Wales. And, you know, I thought the referee went a little bit our way uh, early on, which which set up the guys to get a good start um, and, and, and just laid the platform for, for the win for the guys. Just mentioning the grasshopper there, former referee Barry Gomersall, of course, from the 80s, uh, just triggered something I wanted to talk to you about, actually, because I watched that Wally Lewis documentary uh, yesterday or the day before, and he said that famous try he scored in 1989 where you couldn't quite bring him down at the trial line, he said he knew that you had a broken arm. That's why he sort of – did you see that? Did you see the doco? What did you think of that? No. He, he said no. he knew you had a broken arm. That's why he sort of went hard at you. Did he? Yeah. Well, he was right. <laughs> Yeah, you were, yeah. Com- you were coming off a broken arm. Is that? Yeah, I broke it three months earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, bro- I broke it in the February, and this was in about the yeah, the, the June, I suppose, of the game. Yeah, so he, he knew. Yeah, well, you know, I, and I, I knew myself that that instant when I went for the to try and tackle him. All of a sudden, I pulled away and, and I tried to grab him rather than diving, which I would have normally done. So yeah, he was right. And let me say, he had a broken arm nine months earlier. So he broke his, his arm in the World Cup in 1988 when we played the Kiwis. Yeah. So he knew what it was like to recover from broken up after you know, three or four months. It had taken him nine months probably to get his confidence back. And it probably took me 12 months to get my confidence back as well. That was shows. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he's, he's a, he was always a very much the thinking man's player, wasn't he, Wally? He was a very smart player. Yes. And the yeah, Wally Lewis very, medal. Very 
The Wally Lewis medal yep. last night went to Ruben Cotter, who was outstanding yep. across all three games. Could have gone to Lindsay Collins. I thought he was also sensational. Lindsay Collins was absolutely outstanding. I underestimated Lindsay Con- Collins' impact uh, for the Roosters and for Queensland. He was fantastic. That the, What he played last night set up one of their tries to get them back in the game when it mattered inside the last 15 minutes. And Lindsay Collins out-jumped Tedesco for a try in the first game. He was fantastic. I really rate him as a front rower now against the much, you know, Payne Haas and Campbell, Regan Campbell-Gillard. I think he's really up there, Lindsay Collins. Time for our five-star top five, the five-star five, uh, moments from last night's game. And the first one for me was an early warning shot that Cody Walker presented for the Blues. Uh, it didn't result in a try. It was a no-try to Brabham Best, but he certainly made space down that left-hand side for the Blues, which hadn't happened all series. And... Oh, even though it was a no try, I thought, okay, we're on here, and Cody Walker slotted straight back in. Yeah, that's right. Now, Cody Walker's ability to to ball play the last millisecond is, is his great strength. And if there's five blokes outside him, all five have got to expect the ball because they can get it. And he has that, that inane ability to to give great passes at, at exactly the right time. Uh, it, 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 he probably should have passed him when he kicked, but that just set up. They absolutely terrorised Queensland down their right-hand side, our left-hand side, um, tore them apart. That They were in sixes and sevens, didn't know what to do, uh, setting up yeah, Bradman Best and, and, and Ado Carr. It, it was just sublime just how good Cody Walker is when he when he keeps his mind on footy and doesn't get caught into the, all the crap about pushing and shoving and coming and have a fight. When he just plays footy, He's up there with the best. Yeah, and that's what he was doing differently to, say, Jerome Luai, who was made uh, made way for Walker for this match, was the fact that when he's presented with the same sort of problems in defence, Luai will sort of skip back on the inside and the, the attack will break down, whereas Walker, he sees the opportunity and he goes for it no matter what. Um, David yeah. Favita scored first for Queensland, though, so they went up 6-0, and this was from a tap-down kick, uh, so. Tabby Fado did the damage again, knocking back for Fafita. And again, the Blues were really lax to get back and help out Tedesco and Cohen. I, I thought, wow, they haven't learned a thing. And I was worried at that point. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. They've scored, what, uh, six tries or something, maybe even eight tries from kicks throughout, throughout the series. And that was, you know, it was not a, not a dangerous bomb, but it was uncontested mm. by the New South Wales guys to protect their fullback or, or winger from the ball in the air. And they just said, well, you know, it's your ball all the best. And the Queenslanders are renowned for tapping it back. And that, that, that was a, an easy try, which they picked up. You know, they said, Queenslanders, they took their chances. They may have never had as many chances as New South Wales, but when they created chances, they scored. They didn't miss it, they scored. So that was a great start for the Queenslanders uh, and put New South Wales on notice. But then it was Walker again taking the play to the left, and it ended up with Adokar in space. He'd already made a, a line break before this, but then he was in the clear here, chips over the top of Brimson, beautiful bounce, regather try, one of the great state-of-origin tries, not dissimilar to Billy Slater back in 2004 in his first season, and I just thought that was a wonderful moment, and the Blues were on the board. Yeah, it was a great try. It was a great moment for Origin. But, we're, yeah, Adokar, he didn't do anything the first two games, and he pulls us out for the third game. Yeah, it was on the back of, you know, Cody Walker's got some early ball and he was in the clear. It just goes to show you what he can do when he puts his mind to it. He's a freak. He really is a freak what he can do with the ball. And um, a great chip and chase. And we saw him at his best last night, but we just, all too often we should have seen the first two games for New South Wales. 
And then Queensland's one of the real stars of the future. Well, he's a star now, Hamaso. He's, he leveled us. We got the Queensland back into it. Yeah, down 16-6. He crossed with uh, just from nothing. He got the ball and there was uh, a couple of blues in front of him. And he's just without breaking stride, uh, grubbered, regathered, scored, beat Toe. Just a, a brilliant piece of individual brilliance. Can you have that? A brilliant piece of individual brilliance? Yeah. And uh, yes. Queensland were back in the game. Yeah, yeah, and that was that, I've got him as a try assist for young Benny Hunt. He he, he gave him the ball to get away. Uh, yeah, yeah. Tabio Fado, great young player. Uh, he's going to be a star of the future. He's just got speed, just like Ado Cars. Just got speed. Um, that's you can't you can't you can't manufacture speed, and it's it's hard thing to stop uh, when they're in in the clear. And he, he's just going to be a star of the future. I know you're a Ben Hunt fan, but you cannot give him a try assist for that. That was all hammer. Yeah, he, he got the ball from. There was nothing on. He got the ball from a standing start. He got the ball from Ben Hunt. It was it was a pass from Ben Hunt. Put him. When, when, when Ben Hunt when Ben Hunt passing the ball, you didn't think, oh, he'll score here. He did that all himself. You are kidding. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Also, Colin Matungi was involved in it too. That, there's Colin Matungi. He was. He also um, set up for, from the from the grubber. From my notes here, he was involved as well. In what try? The hammer. Well, they play on different teams. Oh, you're yeah, talking yeah. about Murray Tuolungi? Yeah, Murray Tuolungi. Well, what did he do? Yeah. Uh, he was. He was there. Did you get Rupert to put your notes together? Are your eyes painted on something? Mate, you? Come on. Come mate, on. Can Go you on. put Rupert in the chair? I think you'd do a better job. <laughs> and uh, that last, uh, n- number five on the Five Star Five, uh, James Tedesco hitting back at the critics. He had a great game, and he's, he got through and set up the, the winning try for Bradman Best. I think it's pretty clear it was his best game of the series, obviously. He, he's yeah. lost a yard of pace, Teddy. You, you can even see that in the game. There were moments he made half breaks but couldn't quite get through. The old Teddy would have got through, but he, he persisted and persisted like he does, and eventually he busted the Maroons, and Bradman Best was there. And I love that front-on replay, real slow-mo replay, where you can see Bradman Best, his eyes on Tedesco saying, I am by your side, mate. Give me the ball, I'll finish this. And he did so, and the game was over. Yeah, it was It was a great try for Tedesco. He worked hard all night. He uh, That was his first break all night. You can see, yes, he's just maybe that, that metre of pace, just, just uh, not there now. But he did get through, hard work got him through, and set up the New South Wales yeah, victory as the captain of the side. I thought it was fan- fantastic. You know, I've been critical of Tedesco, uh, but certainly last night was his, his best performance of the series. Um, and under a lot of pressure, he stood up, and I thought he had an excellent game. And just on Bram at best, we queried his selection. A lot of people queried his selection. It came from left field. But I loved the selection the moment I heard him in camp say, I hate Queensland. I've always hated Queensland. This was this was a kid who was ready for origin. Yeah. You know why he hates Queensland? Because his old man's a Queenslander. That's why <laughs> they interviewed him after the game last night. <laughs> and mum was a New South Wales girl and he's a Queenslander. So he was brought up. That's why he hates him. <laughs> and he, so his dad would have been rubbing it in year after year oh, during that yes. winning reign. The seven changes yes. paid off for Freddie. You know, we said on this podcast he needs to blow that team up after Origin 2, which he did. Uh, Bess was great. Uh, Keon Kalamatangi was fantastic. He's the other deputant. Uh, Cody Walker, we've already spoken about him. He was sensational, deserved his Player of the Match award. Regan Campbell-Gillard, he came in, did some good things. Gutho only got 90 seconds at the end, Jimmy. But, yeah, uh, what was that for? What was that? Why, why only 90 seconds? Good selection? 
Well, it would have been a good selection of his game too, but uh, there was just no need to look. There was no need to get out there in the end. He was there as cover, wasn't he? And there was no one to cover. No, no, and 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 you can see the the combination of the four South Sydney guys in in the team. They they were paramount to to our success. Yeah, Murray and Walker. You know, they all Murray starting was great. Yeah. Yeah, Murray starting was great, and Cook starting at hooker. Look, we, we lost that in game two. You know, he's playing. You know, he's playing left centre or right centre. He was playing like in the in the second game. We missed Cook being there. Now Cook started. Um, I, I thought that that combination between those four guys sort of really were was great for the team, and and that was that. That's they all read each other's play very well. What what we needed? Yeah, yeah, Liam Martin. Liam Martin was ripping in. Even Jacob Saifidi when he came on, I thought he really went after the Queenslanders. Like he played an important role. And Jack Travojevic was just his dependable self. I laugh when you hear people say New South Wales don't get Origin. Then you have a look at Jack Travojevic. He bleeds blue. He he loves it, and he again made a huge difference coming back into that team. Yep, they just they just those sort of guys just shore up the middle of the ruck so the Queenslanders can't go through there. Like they, they just shut it down, so they have to go wide, which is fine. They'll go wide. We'll get them with, with, out wide. So yeah, those guys with a with a backbone, they'd all been there before. There, you know, Jake had played about fifteen or sixteen Origins now. You know, Cookie's up there twelve or thirteen. So so yeah, all that those extra experienced guys in the middle of the ruck made a huge difference. Because these games are one up front. They're one in the middle of the ruck. You know, that's where. It, so they're not running out wide. It's, it's in the middle of the ruck, and uh, our ruck was really nice and tight last night. Now, you're probably going to laugh at this, but I'm going to say Mitchell Moses to keep his place ahead of Nathan Cleary for game one next year. Next year. Um, Provided, you know, form holds up and no injuries. Uh, I, I, I thought he looked yeah. like he belonged last night. I thought he had a cool head. Yeah, yeah. he, he had a few runs uh, without being outstanding. He, he, was, he had a good kicking game. Um, he did make a few runs there uh, early on to try and get a, get a feel for the game, which was good. Um, yeah, I thought he had he had a, he had a good, uh, you know, probably probably seven a seven or an eight uh, out of ten. I thought he was really good. It wasn't really a bad play, was it? Like Brian Tyre was he was sensational, just carried the ball all game. And Stephen Crichton, I mean, we talk about his attack, but some of his defensive plays last night, he, he just snapped the Queenslanders. He was outstanding. I thought he had a really good series, Stephen Crichton, for a bloke who came in at the last minute for Latrell Mitchell. Yeah, he did. He he, he stood up not only in attack uh, and in defence as well. I was surprised that they didn't go with Moses kicking for goal, Yeah, to be yeah. honest with you, because I think he did miss a couple of, well, not by much, a couple of easier kicks, and I think maybe Moses could have got them. And at the end, they could have, that could have been critical in, in the outcome. So um, it wasn't. But, yeah, I was surprised, didn't you, with Moses for the as the goal kicker. And we should mention uh, Tedesco played his 22nd straight State of Origin match for New South Wales. That is a record. He broke Danny Badiris' record. Will he be there next year? I think if he wants to go on, he'll be there again next year, Teddy, after that game. Oh, uh, you know, too all early. this sort of talk, all this talk about foot next year, it really, you've got to be early. playing well next year. Yeah, you're too early. You've got to be playing well next year. Well, we year. need to find a coach, though, Jimmy. What about yeah. Freddie? Is Freddie, is that enough to get him over the line? Uh, I don't. I don't think so. You know, if you look at some of the changes that he's done throughout the series, yeah. Buzz Rothfield wrote a great article today, today in the, in the Telegraph about all the, all the changes that we've had. You know, so uh, I, I don't think so. I think uh, it, it's just too much of a knee jerk reaction. He where he puts blokes in, in the side. Uh, it's it's you know, fancy putting Cook there at the centre. You know, we lose we lose the centre and we put a hooker in in, in the centre. Decisions like that. Uh, you know. 
Stefano, he gets what uh, ten minutes. Uh, Nico Hines, he gets he gets t- twelve minutes or thirteen minutes. Now, big Stefano gets told, "I'm going to give you a rest this this week." He has, you know, he has Bra- Bradley Bailey, uh, Bradley Bradley from right, Cronulla, Blake Bradley, yeah. sitting there on, on the bench, and then yeah, drops him and brings in in someone else to replace him. But brings in uh, Reese Reese uh, Robson, Reese Reese Robson. Now those sort of changes. What, what do you say? We've had something like eight changes in the halves. Over the over eighteen games, which is too many. It's too it's too many, and there's, some of them are enforced by injury, but a lot of them were selections by Fitler. And I'm glad the selection by Fitler for uh, Bradman Best was a good a good change. But the other ones, there's been plenty of bad ones. Yeah, there's been far more bad. Than yeah. good. I think right now we're all basking in a victory, which is lovely. But I think we need to. Uh, maybe leave it for a couple of weeks and look at it. And the fact is, we've lost two series in a row, and you know Three. our only win. Tonight was oh, sorry. Last night was against the Queensland side that had already wrapped up the series, and they played that way. So I don't think we can get yeah. too carried away with that. As good as it is to see New South Wales have a win, um, mm-hmm. I think we need to bear in mind that uh, Queensland, you know, they say they weren't complacent, and they certainly had a crack, but there was no yeah. way they were as good as they were the first two games. Of course, you've got to keep in mind too. There hasn't been hasn't been uh, a three 0 whitewash since two thousand and ten. Okay, so that's that's thirteen, fourteen years ago, in in the whole era era of state of origin. There's only been what seven, mm. yeah, yeah, seven in in forty three years. So they're very hard to come by for whatever reason. You know, I was involved in one for New South Wales when we won three nil at eighty six, and then we lost two eighty eight eighty nine back to back, which was a great effort by the Queensland. So, but they so and since then there was what one in the nineties, one in two thousand and ten. There, there's our four, and they've got three. So they're very hard to come by. Um, and I think the Queenslanders, well, Billy Slater was talking last night about, you know, you've got to take your opportunities and they don't come along very often. And he's spot on. They don't come along very often. And uh, a lot of those guys will will dwell. They've missed that opportunity because it is very rare to get that 3-0 uh, whitewash over, over, over any state. So uh, that's how hard they are. And you made a great point in last week's episode of The Fend in 1984 when you guys won Game 3 facing a, a whitewash. You won in 1984 that Game 3 and it really set you up didn't it? it really set up 85, mm. 86 for two series victories. And New Correct. South Wales now have the chance to build on what they did at Stadium Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's right. And those guys. So yeah, we won last one 84, then we won the first two 85. So there's like three in a row. Uh, we didn't quite get this clean sweep in, in 85, but then that set up 86, which, you know, in 86, all three games, there was no more than six points between every game. Games one, two, and three. So yes, it it does give you the confidence as a player, and that's what it gave me playing with Chris Mortimer. Uh, uh, you know, guys like Michael O'Connor gave me that confidence. Uh, you know, Roycey Simmons um, that that we go that we can win, and that's I think that's something that these guys haven't done, haven't won a series yet. So hopefully, it'll give them confidence to. Yeah, we really can win the series next year. And we knew it at the time, Jimmy, didn't we? But that last ten minutes in Adelaide came back to haunt us. Yeah. Yeah, up by two mm-hmm. points. Queensland lose a player to the Simbin. Somehow they scored two tries to win the game. We knew right there and then, wow, that is not good going up to Suncorp Stadium. One nil down when they should have won that game. So it did come back to haunt us. Yeah, yeah, they clocked off. They clocked off. Um, you know, I know we want to promote the game, but I wouldn't have, yeah, I wouldn't go back to Adelaide again to have a game. You know, it's, it's, it's a different field. It's a different grass. It's a different people over there. You know, they don't appreciate it. It should be here in, in, in yeah, Brisbane and Sydney. Is where they should be played. Now, there's talk of going over New Zealand to play to play in Origin. You know, 
No, no, yep. no, I wouldn't be doing that. Well, I, yeah, I don't think it's fair to have uh, your home game when the series is already decided. I mean, your only home game should be game three. <laughs> I mean, we could we could have used that seventy five thousand in game one, couldn't we? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so, we, we had that one. All of a sudden, it's game three at home, seventy five thousand. It, it's one one. You know, yep. so it's a big difference when you give away your home game. It, it's a huge impact on the outcome. And Queensland, the last couple of years, have got the jumping game one, and they've wrapped it up by game two. And you know, so we really got to. Keep keep hold of that home advantage because I don't think Queensland would be giving away their home game if nah. for game one they wouldn't be doing it. Of course not. No way. I noticed um, Ivan Cleary in the coach's box last night with Brad Fiddler. Maybe he's going to take over because I don't know who could take over if they decide mm. to make the change, unless Ricky Stewart mm. comes back in or someone like that. But but they don't want they want club coaches involved. Yeah, well, that's what they have to that's, decide. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what they, that's what they say. So yeah, I think Cleary was there, you know, because he had Isaiah Yo. Yeah, yeah, Liam Martin, Martin yeah, and, and I think he has got a cool head, uh, has, has, you know, um, Ivan Cleary, so yeah, he's there just a bit of a sounding board, and yeah, I think he would be good, as a, a good sounding board for Freddie, because I, I'm sure he lost his head when he put Cook in at left centre, after after three minutes yeah. when he lost uh, lost Tommy there last week, and that was a, a poor decision, yeah, it was just, just, it was shown it was a poor decision, when all of a sudden Cookie, okay, now he starts at number nine this game and New South Wales are a completely different side. The big surprising thing for me after the game was Billy Slater talking about his future at the, the Maroons. It, it just sounded like he's not locked in. I know he's off contract, but it just mm. sounded like he was – he's not sure if he's going to go on. He might have just had two years where he's enjoyed it and that might do because he keeps saying how time-consuming it is. I don't think he's angling for a better deal. I just think he's actually, he's genuinely torn whether he wants to commit himself to the job for another year. Well – They'll want him. There's no question yeah. they will they will want so you know if he's um and an R and whether he wants it, then they will make it worth his while for him to uh to be around for another year or two. Because Billy Slater is a great uh, focal point in the game. He's a great great player, great player, great coach, even though he hasn't coached at, at the, in the club level. But his profile with Channel Nine, they will want him involved in the game. There's no question, there's no one else. You know, uh, you know, and also he was surrounded by his his teammates, you know, Cooper Cronk, Jonathan Thurston. Those guys were there with him. Um, the the brains trust. Uh, he'll back. I'm sure he'll back up again for for Queensland next year. Uh, he's just playing games to make sure he gets the fullbacks are pretty keen with their money, so he wants to make sure he gets the best <laughs> offer. Yeah, I look. I think the Blues should probably have a look for a new coach. He's had a good run, Freddie. Six series, three wins, three losses. But you know, I think Queensland have shown their dominance the last couple of years, and it was just a dead rubber win. So I think they should have a look around. If there's no one else, then yeah, we stick with Freddie. But yeah, it might be time yeah, for a change. Yeah. yeah, and even guys that come into it, like um, Jeff Tooby comes into it. Mm. Uh, I think he'd be good. Yeah, you know, I don't think. Um, you know, you, you, I don't think you, you can pick a club coach because it's, it's just too difficult. Someone, you know, I don't think you go back to Laurie Daly. He's had he's had a crack, Laurie. But someone like Jeff Tuvey, uh yeah. would be good. Even bring back Blocker. Get Blocker to be the coach. I think Blocker never worked. Well. What do you think? <laughs> oh, that'd be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said at halftime. What his halftime speech was, or pregame speech. Get, get, uh, him, him and Spud get Spud in there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There'd be plenty of. Plenty of effing and blind again. Oh, block could just be ripped their heads off and yeah, stick it where the sun don't shine. That's right. Yeah, it's probably what we lacked, mate. It's probably what we lacked. Yeah, it probably was. Well, you, you know, you, you can't you can't do that now, but you can still play hard and tough. So, but, but, but you know, block's very very clever and and that having that 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 ball playing forwards 
that's the difference, you know. The, the front rowers now are very predictable. So, yeah, you know, someone like Stephen with his uh, ability forward prowess and, and now for the game, I think would be a, a great bonus for New South Wales um, going forward um, for any catch. Get Lazo in there. I reckon Glenn Lazarus is a very, very smart guy and he's one of the greatest front rowers of all time. Unless I had talked to him for five minutes, they wouldn't know what he said. He'd be like Alan Jones. <laughs> <laughs> He's too clever, Lazo. He's far, far too clever. Hey, uh, I, yeah. On a side note, I thought that first half was very entertaining, and it actually uh, actually climbed blue eight penalties, I think, at minimum, I think, for the first half. just shows you don't have to have this policy in state of origin of not blowing penalties, which is, which is I think has marred a lot of games over the years. You can blow penalties. Yeah. And just open up the game, and that's what Klein did. I thought he went okay, and uh, yeah. that first half was really good. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. He, he, did, he did help us a little bit there with the six again. That certainly helps things as well. So we don't stop for a penalty. But yeah, I thought he was. I thought he did a really good job. Um, you know, he's good. He was good when he needed to be good for us. And you know, at, at the end, it didn't matter. So all that matters is baby that the Blues won. And uh, yep. see you next year, Queensland. George's Fine Meats, Cherry Brook, code word of the week time. Oh, Jimmy, for 10% off your next order, what do you got? 10, 10% off next order at George's Fine Meats. The great Wayne and his team there, George's Fine Meats. Well, this week, it can be no other than Cody is the code word. Yeah, Cody's the code word. Yeah, nice. He was great, Cody Walker. Brilliant stuff. Uh, okay, that wraps it for Origin. What about uh, your West Tigers? They took a step in the right direction against the Sharks. It's sad to say that when they get beaten 36-12, but it was a whole lot better than 74-0. Yes, it was a much better comeback. Uh, I think it was, it was 12 all there at the time, so that was good. That was good. Yeah, they uh, they were competitive, certainly in the first half. They dropped off a bit in the second half and fell away the last 20 minutes. Obviously, without Happy Coruscant not being there, he'll be back this week, which will be a big plus for the Tigers have an appy back in the side. So, yeah, there was some some fight by the Tigers. Uh, you know, it's going to be – now they've got to find a replacement halfback, so it's going to be uh, – that's going to be – and to make sure that we don't get the wooden spoon back-to-back, you know, uh, that's going to be the challenge. We have to win probably, I reckon, three, three games to not get the wooden spoon. I don't think two will be enough. Um, so, yeah, it's a big challenge for the, the boys if they can pull together. But, look, it was a step in the right direction – uh, after the flogging we copped the week before, but still not good enough. You know, it was, you know, what's that, 30? They've scored, what, 26 points, uh, 26 points in the second half. 24 second half, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just not good enough, which is not good enough. That's our, our problem is defence, and uh, and our problem is, is attack, but our, our defence was woeful. <laughs> did you say our problem is defence and our problem is attack? It doesn't yeah, leave much did. else. You, 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 maybe you're well-disciplined. But that is, well, yeah, yeah. So that's uh, hang on, let's, let's do our maths here. Seventy four plus thirty six. That's was that one hundred and ten points in two games? Is that right? Yeah, yes, yeah. That's correct. not, that's not yes. good enough. That's an obvious area yeah. that needs improvement. Fifty five points per game. There you yeah, go. Well done. So, so um, yeah, yeah. That's that's the problem. And but but they didn't give up. You know, um, yeah. I, I thought I thought the Cronulla. I thought Cronulla probably did just just enough. There, I thought they were unlucky the first half. Cronulla, I thought they could have had two or three more tries, except the ball went to ground or they knocked it on. Um, they tried hard, made opportunity, but then the second half uh, with Nico Hines, they uh, they put they put the they shut the gate through us. They they cleaned us out, so to speak. But um, I thought that it was it was a much better effort by the Tigers. And what do you think of my Eels against the Warriors? They went down forty six ten at home. Oh, that was probably the second worst 
performance I've seen by the Eels at home in since 1959. <laughs> You've been watching since 59, have you? <laughs> so, so I've been told. The second worst performance, I don't know what they did in 59, but that was a uh, – look, okay, who did they have out? They had Moses out. They had uh, what? Uh, Gutherson. They had Gutho out. They had Regan Campbell-Gillard out and, Dil- and Dylan Brown. So there's, there's four. Yeah. And four guys make such a difference to a team. Is it yeah. true? Yes. Or- well, I don't forget Josh Hodgson, the usual starting hooker. So there's your whole spine, mate. Gutherson. Moses Brown Hodgson. That's your whole spine out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's a yeah, pretty, it's, it's a it's pretty big, it's a pretty big hole. Well, I don't think so. I mean, lots of teams go through. But, but, but let me, let me, guys getting caught yeah. into Origin that sort of stuff. I, yeah. I thought it was pretty, pretty weak, piss poor by Parramatta. Really, you know. To I'm not defending. The, I'm not 40, defending the performance. Forty six points. Yeah. Forty six points by the Warriors. Well, yeah. hang on, hang on. The Warriors are a bloody good team, mate, and they were motivated because they got lapped by Souths at home the week before, so they were always going to be up for it. And they're a damn good team, and they they just toyed with our defence. Uh, you know, someone like Will Penasini, who's been outstanding all year, he had a shocker. He missed some really basic errors, came up with a couple of handling errors that just uh, we haven't seen all season. And they just had a look about them, Parramatta, of resignation that, oh, we can't win this without, you know, Gutho, who's the heart and soul, Mitch, and all, uh, Regan. Up front, and they just had a, a look about them. As soon as the Warriors jumped to the lead, they just sort of thought, "Oh well, this isn't going to happen." And they just the floodgates opened before half time, thirty to four at half time, which yeah, is just you now forty six ten. As Brad Arthur said, "There's no way that team should have got beaten forty six ten. I mean, it, look, they probably they weren't favourites to win, and most people would have copped a close loss given the players missing. But forty six ten, that's inexcusable. Yeah, yeah, and, and I say one of the stars for the Warriors too, really impressive, was Young Metcalf. I thought yeah. he was yeah, he's fantastic at number mm. six. Yeah, him him it was Johnson's uh 200th game, also for the for that a lot to play for. Uh and big uh, Mitch Barnett played very well there for uh the Warriors. He's he got a double. So that was that was great for any forward to get a double. But I'll say I'll give you some credit, young young Sean uh Russell, the fullback there for Parramatta. I thought he played really well. Yep. He was under a lot of pressure. I thought his tackling was first class. And he ran the ball hard back from fullback. So I think he is a star of the future. I don't know if he'll get as much of a look in there with Gutho, but I think he's a very good young player. Yeah, they're a very dangerous team, Warriors. A lot of strike power right across the field. So they're going to take some stopping this year. Uh, beforehand, we had Daniel Anderson up in the uh, Directors Club at Parramatta. I had a chat with Daniel, who's obviously suffered that catastrophic spinal injury. He's in a, a wheelchair now as a incomplete uh, quadriplegic and incredibly brave Man, Daniel yeah. Anderson, and, and very, very positive. He's not letting the situation get him down. He was, you know, he he has some movement in his right hand, so he got a handshake, uh, and he just yeah. he just uh, had the audience enthralled with some of his stories, and he had a lot of former players there, like from the Warriors, Mark Tukey, uh, yeah. Kevin Campion, those sort of fellas, Monty Beetham, and from Parramatta, Ben Smith, Daniel Mortimer, they were all there to, to say good day, and it was a lovely occasion, and um. There was no controversies. <laughs> he he went to a couple of uh, functions. Daniel, there was the day before. There was a, the Alan Jones controversy where uh, Lee Hedgepantella yeah. stormed out from the Tigers, but we didn't have anything like that, thankfully. But uh, it was a great afternoon at Sledges, and even the Mad Butcher yeah. was there. Remember uh, Sir Peter Leach? Well, he was, yeah, yeah, it was he great. Was the, the old Mad Butcher. Actually, yeah, I asked, he was- yeah, he's going well. He, he insists on he, having he a. Be- 
Hmm? That must be eighty. He must be eighty. Oh, I didn't ask him, but yeah, he probably he probably be in his seventies, I'd say. But he um, yeah, he insisted yeah, on having a say, and he he had everyone in stitches. He had uh, some great stories, and um, uh, um, Daniel Anderson said because of the accident, he's lost full use of his voice, so he can't give the old spray, the ando spray to players like he used to, because he still works at the Roosters. And uh, I asked him who, which player used to cop the most ando sprays back in the day, and I. Nominated Eric Growth Jr., but he said no, no. He said it was Chris Naninu. Remember Chris Naninu? Yeah, very, very gifted player, but he yeah. was a little bit sleepy. Yeah. He was a bit sleepy, yeah. old Chris Nan. And yeah, yeah, he yeah. used to cop- a winger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, he yeah. used to cop the most Ando sprays. Yeah, so he's very popular out out west, and uh, certainly the Warriors love what he did over there. Uh, Kevin Campion was saying he just came when he came over there. He just taught them how to play footy again, like how to hold the ball better, how to pass the ball better, and made a huge difference. Yeah. Took them to the grand final in 2002. Yeah, um, yeah. But, yeah, the Daniel au. if you want to make a donation to Daniel Anderson. Good on you. Yeah, that's lovely. A fan at the end time, Jimmy. Yeah. Um, now, can we please stop this farce of handing over the State of Origin Shield always at Game 3 when the series is already wrapped up? Because, again, last yes. night you had – yeah, Cherry Evans holding it up after defeat. We've seen the Blues have to do it before. It just, just, it just kills yep. the atmosphere. I mean, yeah, the players will smile and all that, but it's just not the same as straight after a victory. I don't know what it's going to take to change this. We've been talking about it for a fair while now. We have been. We have been, and we've been on the back end of it uh, in Queensland. Yeah, it should be over. If it's over after two two games, it should be should have been done up there at, at Lang Park, yep, given the trophy. Because, uh, yeah. People in Sydney don't want to sit around and watch it. That's for sure. So uh, yeah, they, they've got to do something about it. I think it's a bit of a blight. In fact, I took I took Rupert outside last night and didn't watch it. Took him out for his little bathroom activities, and so I missed it. So there you go. Yeah, right. How many how many fans last night would have hung around to watch that? I mean, he, no, Daly would have been holding really? it up in front of all these blue seats. Yeah, that's right. And and, and they, he could but, do it in front of you know, forty thousand at, at at Lang Park, and yeah. you know. Then when there's there's probably two thousand friends and family that were there stay to the end and yeah I think it's a bit it would be a great moment to do it up there at Lane Park when they won it's yeah it's not a great moment to be here in Sydney because that one's there people have left so yeah they need to change it Jimmy great work as always uh, on the fan yeah, and you too, um, mate. yeah great to have the Blues Blues victory to talk about for a change yes, it, it it was it was you know another season you know it's forty three years since Origin started I remember I watched the first one back in nineteen eighty and still going strong now and it's just a, it's just a great great time of year well when you win it's a great time yeah but even if you don't win it's still a great time of year and we see the best of the best when you see the best yeah you know, thirty four players in the country on the field playing footy like some of the footy yeah at different stages it's just incredible the footy that they play these days and. Uh, it's a pleasure to watch it. So, uh, yeah, always always good origin time of year. Thanks also to George's Fine Meets Cherrybrook and Five Star Real Estate. Uh, thank you for your ongoing support. Jimmy, we'll talk again next week, huh? It's, uh, now it's yeah, the finals, week. mate. It gets exciting now. Yeah, now we count down, what, six weeks to go, seven weeks to go. So uh, there's a lot to play for at the top end of the competition and the, <laughs> the bottom end of the competition. So, yes, it's going to be exciting six weeks. 